everybody. Welcome to the Hustle with Heart podcast. This is Erin Harrigan, the Hustle with Heart coach and your host for the podcast tailor-made for women who want to bridge faith and business so they can experience grace over grind, surrender over self-reliance, peace over perfection, and focus and fulfillment over frustration and FOMO. When we learn to be still and know, we cease striving, we embrace our identity in God, and we release the world's definition of success so that our work has greater impact, we create lasting results, and we have true fulfillment of building a business that honors God and serves his people. If that sounds like you, you're in the right place, so let's get started. Well, hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Hustle with Heart podcast. And can you even believe by the time this episode airs, we will be almost done with January? Like, what the heck? How did that happen? (laughs) If you're watching this on YouTube, welcome. And if you're listening to this on your favorite podcast station, uh, double welcome for that. Please be sure you subscribe. Okay, I am starting a series. It actually kicked off with our last episode on January 18th, which took us back to the beginning because I know I have a lot of new listeners. I have a lot of new followers who are new to this topic of pursuing success God's way and hustle with heart. So in our last episode, I talked about where it all began and gave a little bit of my history. But the next few episodes, I want to unpack some about God's definition of success and then some about the principles of hustle with heart. And this timing could not be more perfect because I turned my book into a seven-week Zoom course, the first installment of which was last fall 2020 rave reviews and so I am going to be doing the next installment of the course starting February 15th for seven weeks and the waiting list is now open and you want to get on the waiting list because that gives you priority access to register three days before the rest of the world so take a look at the link in the show notes Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube you'll see that there as well all right so let's dig in. Last time I talked about why I published the book and where it all came from. And here's what we know about pursuing success God's way. God is not concerned about the measurement of success. He's not concerned about the dollars and cents. He's not concerned about the promotions. He's not concerned about the accolades and the achievements. Because what he's most concerned about is that we are obedient to the purpose that he's given us. And That purpose goes beyond what we think is our purpose in our businesses. Our businesses are a way to walk out that purpose. So as God-centered entrepreneurs, our purpose really is loving people and sharing the truth of God. And for those of us who are followers of Christ, you know, sharing the truth of Jesus and being God's co-laborers. And I know that not everybody is on that same page, but I know that we have a lot of women of faith of different backgrounds, and this is for you. So don't let that word, um, you know, Christian or what have you, stop you from listening. Because in the end, we are the people God created. And he's given us these businesses to walk out the work that he has for us to do. And... What I really am focused and my mission of Hustle With Heart is very simply 
helping women to bridge their faith and business so that they can experience grace over grind, surrender over self-reliance, peace over perfection, focus and fulfillment over frustration and FOMO, fear of missing out. And I coach them to be still and know. And if you, if you know the Bible or maybe you don't, but you've seen that, that be still and know that I am God, that's Psalm 4610. And that means to cease striving, to embrace who God says we are, and to release the world's definition of success. Why is that important? Because I think as God-centered entrepreneurs, and especially as women, we can get very caught up in the world's definition and the world's shoulds and coulds and drive and strive. And the problem is we may have success, but we don't have fulfillment. We may feel like it's all on our shoulders and only we can get it done. We may want to grow a business that has far-reaching impact in service to people as well as in our earnings and income. But what we miss is that our most powerful business partner is God. So the idea of pursuing success God's way starts with how does he define success? And ultimately, it boils down to us living out the life that is honoring and obedient to his will. It's us becoming the people that he ultimately made us to be. And it is us coming out on the skinny branch, as I like to say sometimes, stepping out of our comfort zone of doing it the world's way and being obedient to show up differently. And as I talk about in the course and in the book, when we begin to show up differently, our business shifts, our perspective of our business and results and what that means shifts. But we also might get some backlash from the world because it looks different than the rest of the world. So I'm going to bring you a little bit of content here from um, chapters two and three in my book, Pursuing Success God's Way, A Practical Guide to Hustle with Heart. And this is what we know. In Colossians 3, 23 and 24, it says, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters, since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. That inheritance is not about riches and wealth, people. But the point is, are we trying to please man or are we trying to please God? And that that's really about how we pursue success his way. As we begin to understand that what God cares most about is, like I said, how we are reflecting his light and love in the world, how we are being obedient to him and trusting in him, his measurement is all about how we're being good stewards of the gifts and talents he's given us. And I want to be clear, not to earn a place in heaven, but to honor him because of who he is in creating us. And in doing so, he wants to bless our businesses his way, in a way that will best glorify him, in a way that will best benefit his purpose for us, in a way that will benefit others. But the challenge is measuring success the world's way is so ingrained in us. Now, I'm not saying that the math doesn't count because the math is the math, right? Sales is sales. The math is the math. You know, talk to this many people, this many people say yes, et cetera. But the point is, where is our intention? 
where is our vision for service? Are we expanding our market simply to make the money? Or is that a piece of it, but also, Lord, whom do you wish for me to serve? When we're chasing that business, that dollar, that, that promotion, that accomplishment, that achievement, and please hear me, I am an Enneagram 3 through and through. I am an achiever. So this was hard for me. It's still challenging for me. I'm probably two inches ahead of you in this, but I'll, I really want to allow my hindsight to be your foresight. But when we're doing that chasing, we lose our peace, we lose our joy, we even can lose our fire for our business, our passion for our business, because let's just face it, it is tiring. But because of who we are, and I think especially as women in business, so that's why my mission is helping women, we tend to just keep going. How many of you can relate to this idea that we are really good at checking the box of achievement, but we're never giving ourselves grace to enjoy it? You know, in some businesses, they say, take a breath, not a break. And that's true. Um, but I think that we also have to, to take some celebration around what we accomplish. I think that we have to take some time to enjoy the, a level or an accomplishment or a promotion. And most importantly, leave room to give glory to our God. Because without him, none of that happens. Uh, I think the other thing that's really challenging for us as women, besides not giving ourselves space to celebrate the achievement, is that we're afraid to slow down. We're afraid to rest because we're afraid that it will fall apart. Perhaps because we've seen that happen to us before. Perhaps because we're looking side to side, which uh, the Lord tells us multiple times in Scripture to not look left or right to, you know, focus on his road ahead. And therefore, we're not willing to take the rest. I don't even mean to lay down and take a nap or binge a TV show. I just mean taking a rest to take a breath to, mark this, go slower, to slow down, to go fast. We're not willing to do that. Perhaps because we are afraid things will be taken away from us. Or perhaps, if you're like me, we're so wrapped up in the doing that when we're not doing, when we're being, we're like, wait a minute, this doesn't feel right. But if we can't learn to do that, then we can't leave margin for our most powerful business partner, God, to show up in our business. The last thing that I want to say on this um, as I close out this um, this episode and, and this, this chapter that I have going on here is that the danger of not following him is greater than the danger of following him. What do I even mean by that? Like, how could it be dangerous to follow God? Because it looks different because of the backlash, because of being called out, because of perhaps being told you don't want it bad enough. You're not willing to work for it. You know, when we are taking that dangerous step onto the skinny branch to follow what the Lord has given us, that is stepping outside of our comfort zone. And the danger of doing that means, means there could be chaos. There will be chaos, let's just face it. Because as we start to move in the direction of the Lord and putting him at the center of our business, trust me when I say the enemy, Satan, is, is coming for us. 
He's all about the disruption and the discontentment and the doubtfulness and the disunity, et cetera, to get us off track. But the danger in not following is that we're subjected to running this race constantly. We're subjected to never really resting. We're subjected to measuring our effectiveness against the world's measures. We're subjected to only seeing our worth and our identity based on what we produce. I was in sales for a really long time in my corporate career. And I remember someone said this to me, it's ingrained to me, which is you're only as good as your last number. Well, that's exactly the danger if we're not building our business based on God's foundation. Because if we get caught up in that, we can spiral down and mind trash. And then where's our effectiveness? How are we showing up as his light? We're not. And that is incredibly dangerous. The other thing that we miss if we're chasing after that, and maybe we're getting some temporary results, is that we miss what God's opportunities are. We miss allowing space for him to do incredible things, to make incredible connections. All of that is foundational to pursuing success his way. All right, this really is the last thing that I'm going to say. I told you I was just going to give you some tidbits. In chapter three of my book, I talk about the number one commandment, the most important commandment that is, and it says this, God spoke all these words saying, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. You shall have no other gods before me. That's Exodus 20 verses one through three. The title of this chapter is God first, me last. And the point of it is he's got to be first and we need to give him the glory for our accomplishments. We put a lot of things ahead of him. We put a lot of things ahead of our families to get business done in, in the name of doing better for our family legacy. But the point of this commandment is we have to give him rightful ownership of number one over everything. And guess what? That includes our business because everything starts and finishes with him. Um, I quoted in this book, Lisa Turkhurst, who's an author that I love and follow uh, for Proverbs 31 Ministries, posted this in 2019 on social media. And she said, whatever we chase, like it or not, gains our full attention. So what are we chasing? What are we not putting God first in? Where are we not seeking him first ahead of everything else? As it says in Matthew 6.33, where are we not realizing that we're not seeking him with our whole heart and therefore being able to find him, as it says in Jeremiah 29, 13. Where is that happening for us? The bottom line is this. God is God and we are not. And we can build an incredible empire. And many people have. I would submit to you that that will not be a lasting empire, that they will not have full fulfillment Yet, if we're building our business God's way and the action involved in that is what I call hustle with heart, he will show us what he can do beyond us. He will show us what he can do um, with what looks impossible. I want to show you um, this card that I have. Ah, where is it? Oh, you know what? I think I'm using it as a bookmark. 
it says, um, these are my desk cards, by the way, which is a cool little thing. Um, but I have a desk card that says he loves to show me that he can do the impossible without my help. God is God and we are not. We have to take the limits off of him. We have to allow margin for him in our businesses. When we do that, he will unleash power and service that, that we could never have done on our own. Unleash, by the way, is my word of the year. <laughs> he will bring us forward into opportunities and connections that will change legacies for his kingdom. And that is what pursuing success God's way is really all about. Thanks for tuning into the episode. Um, next week, February 1st, we have another entrepreneurial, entrepreneur interview. If you haven't tuned into my uh, podcast in the past, every first Monday of the month is an entrepreneur interview. And you do not want to miss Ashley Brandsetter, who is my guest next week. She is going to be sharing her story of how God moved in her life and her business, taking her from a negative $54 in her account to six figures. Um, it's an incredible story. You don't want to miss it. And don't forget to get on the waiting list for the Hustle with Heart Live course. All right, everybody, I'll see you on our next episode. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of the Hustle with Heart podcast. I pray that it brings you value as you build a business that honors God and serves his people. I get so excited by your shout outs to the podcast on social media. So when you shout out, please tag me. Follow me on Facebook as the Hustle with Heart coach and on Instagram as Aaron Harrigan Entrepreneur. For all things Hustle with Heart, visit my website, AaronHarrigan.com and pick up your free gift from my coaching program. That's where you can find everything about the podcast, the book, my upcoming courses and group coaching, etc. So don't miss out on that. Be sure to share this with a friend that could be encouraged by this content as well. I'm praying for you, friend, that you'll experience the joy of pursuing success God's way in your business and that it will produce much fruit and impact his kingdom in greater ways than you could ever imagine having him as your most powerful business partner.